It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on eight. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't know. A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's Wednesday, Steelers week. A lot to get to. Great to have you in on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes, audioboom.com. Also, the iHeartRadio app. A little NWA for you on this Wednesday, bright, sunny, and it's great to be with you. Um, a lot to discuss today. A lot to discuss. In fact, um, we're going to get into a few things. On today's podcast, you're going to hear from Dave Lapham on Dirty Steeler Safety Mike Mitchell. I think that's worth hearing. You're going to hear from Alex Erickson. I did my six-pack of non-football questions with him and... I talked to George Iloka about this Sunday against the Steelers. So we have a little football, a little non-football, where you get to know Alex Erickson a little better, and more on today's show. Let's start with uh, a practice update. We all love practice updates. Here's one for you. John Ross practicing again. Adam Jones practicing, even though he had that back injury. Uh, Darren Smith, Deron Smith, rather, practicing as well. What does that mean? Well, 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 well. It means that's good news for the Bengals. Look, if you're looking for and if you've missed it, I've outlined how John Ross could help this team this Sunday. And the fact that he practiced Wednesday, had an off day, practiced again today. If we see him practice tomorrow, man, I think you're getting close. I think you're getting close. And as of now, I don't know if he was limited. I assume he was limited. Practice is going on as I record this. I do know he's out there. I have seen pictures of him out there. I have tweeted about it at James Erpine. So, that, for sure, is a go. Um, and I look at this team and this Sunday, and, and there's so many angles to look at it, but Mike Mitchell plays one of them, man. I don't want Mike Mitchell hitting, and it sounds kind of soft, right? It's, it does. But it's not. Like, if you know a fighter going into a fight's dirty and is going to bite and go against the rolls and punch you after the bell, that's not someone you usually want to go after right that that's not someone you're at least leery of going up against that person so unless john ross is 100 percent physically i don't know I, i'm serious i don't know if i would roll him out there on the other side of it if he is good to go i don't doubt the mental side i know marvin kind of hinted at it last week during his press conference 
He said, well, he hasn't practiced that much. He needs to get a lot of practice under his belt. That's fine. Physically, getting his wind under him, etc. Just talking to John Ross, I think that he's intelligent enough to pick up the playbook. You've heard me interview him multiple times on this podcast. You've heard me talk to him. Hell, I talked to him the night of the draft, and you heard that interview here on Locked on Bengals. John Ross is intelligent. John Ross isn't stupid. And not, not to say that people that struggle with the playbook are stupid. I'm just telling you that I don't think that's the case with John Ross. I could be dead wrong. I don't think I am. I just don't. That's what I gather. But as far as Mike Mitchell is concerned, and I only want to focus so much on this because I don't want to give him all of the attention, he should be suspended this week. No doubt. If he's not, well, then the Bengals are going to have to deal with it. And he's not a great player. He's, he's an okay player. Maybe a slightly above average safety in the league at this point. But Mike Mitchell's a dirty player. And I don't want Mike Mitchell anywhere near Andy or AJ or Mixon or Ross or LaFell or anyone in orange and black. But if he's out there Sunday, they're going to have to keep their head on a swivel because that's what he does. Here's Dave Lapham, who talked with Lance McAllister. You'll hear Lance as well on 700 WLW. This is during their show on Bengals line. Lap and Lance discussing Mike Mitchell. Really good insight from Dave Lapham. This guy, even even people that are not embedded within the Pittsburgh Steeler organization, but are ancillary, you know, members of the Steeler organization, think he's a punk. I mean, the guy does a lot of punk things. And uh, Smith will agree with that. The shot that they're saying that, that he was pushed by his teammate. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on now. If he if his teammate pushed him down, he shouldn't be playing in the National Football League if that kind of a, a push will take you to the ground where you dive at a quarterback's knee like he did. He took a couple of headshots yep. unnecessarily, yep. and he's never been suspended. He's been fined but never suspended. He has more lives than the cat. I do not understand how when the National Football League looks at the tape, they cannot think that Mike Mitchell is – basically laughing in their face with player safety because he is taking – I can't tell you the number of headshots he's taken on Tyler Eifert over the years. I mean blatant headshots, just kill shots, trying to put him out of the game. So, yeah, he's something, boy. And I I saw uh, during the Jacksonville game, Fournette is out in the open field, and Fournette's got the ball in his right arm, tucked in his right arm, and he sees Mitchell and he waves to him, like, come on, bring it on, big boy. One-on-one out in the open space, and that was a heck of a collision. Two powerful athletes, and they both jumped up like they just kicked the other ones behind. But it was it was very, very interesting to see the rookie running back who's been in the league a minute know that Mike Mitchell has done what he's done, and he's like, come on now, come on, you and I. And um, very interesting to see that. It is, it's disappointing to me, and, I, and I'll say it, it's disappointing to me that the Rooney family and Mike Tomlin – clearly condone they allow that behavior nothing is done about it and yet he does it week in and week out and i think he's an embarrassment to the steelers organization to the steeler family and nobody wants to do anything about it and i find that beyond disappointing yeah and he's a he's a northern kentucky kid yep played his high school football right here in the in the went to ohio u and um you know again back in the day it was normal everybody played that way but you know there's supposed to be this player safety yep. deal, and everybody's supposed to acquiesce to the rules. The rules don't bend to their style of play. You have to change your style of play to accommodate the rules, not the other way around. And this guy continually takes shots at people. 
And, and really, yeah, Mike Tomlin, like I've said before, you know, Mike Tomlin is one of those kind of guys that, you know, will, will publicly make a great presentation. And uh, when it's you and him in a dark room, he'll stab you right in the back. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. So that's Dave Lapham, Lance McAllister, Bengals line, airs every single Monday, 6 to 9 on 700 WLW in Cincinnati. And it's interesting with, with Mitchell because he is dirty. And Steelers fans don't want to admit it. Bengals fans love to admit it. They both the, – the thing is, is they're dirty players on both sides. And it was a really good conversation I had with Mo Egger on Cincy 360, which you can hear every single weekday from noon to 1 on ESPN 1530. And the podcast from yesterday where we talked about Mike Mitchell in depth is on LockedOnBengals.com. So check out LockedOnBengals.com and check out the podcast. We discussed this at length. Burfick's dirty. I, we get it. That's fine. But Steelers fans need to admit that Mike Mitchell's dirty too. And I think that's where the biggest gripe is. It's, it just is. And while I think Perfect ha- wasn't dirty in the preseason, it's one of those things where he gets suspended based on reputation. The NFL seems to have unveiled Perfect rules, and there needs to be Mike Mitchell rules. And that's what we discuss in the podcast. At least that's, that's my take. You'll hear most take as well. Check it out at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm going to talk to Alex Erickson about a six-pack of non-football questions in about 15 seconds. But I, great to hear, have you in with the Locked On Bengals podcast. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. Also, go to iTunes. Give us a review. Better reviews. The, the more reviews, the better. And hopefully they're good reviews. And enter a chance to win, basically. One of the best memberships, subscriptions, whatever you want to call it, period in the game today from pro football focus a pro football focus edge subscription costs 39 dollars and 99 cents and you can enter to win one right now go to itunes find locked on Bengals, give us a review hopefully a good review and you'll enter to win just make sure you leave your twitter handle at the bottom of the review and enter to win a pro football focus focus edge subscription which uh, is easy for me to say clearly but uh, great insight and it, it's just a really good, valuable tool that you can get for free by leaving us a review. iTunes, Locked On Bengals, the better reviews are the ones I like more. I'm, I'm partial. <laughs> and uh, and obviously, check on uh, – I don't pick, though, so it's not like that matters. And uh, just leave your Twitter handle as well so we can contact you. So without further ado, let's get to Alex Erickson on Locked On Bengals. I was in the Bengals locker room Earlier today, this is an exclusive. No one else has heard this yet. It hasn't aired on ESPN 1530 or anything like that. Um, it might by the time you hear it. But this is my six-pack of questions, non-football questions, with Alex Erickson. In the Bengals locker room with Alex Erickson. Alex, every week I ask a, a player six, a six-pack of non-football questions. Uh, start with hobbies off the field. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do non-football related? Uh, golf. So play another sport, yeah. huh? Are you any good? I think I'm all right. Um, I mean, I'm probably you know pretty average, but I, I, I love I love playing. What are some courses that you've played at? Uh, out here, um, legendary run. I played some of the public courses, um, just like the city courses. Um, the one over in Covington, um, the view, or oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's some, some nice courses out here. Gotcha. As far as video games, you play any video games? 
I used to. I haven't lately, but if I do, I play uh, usually 2K or uh, Call of Duty. Did you see happen to catch uh, any NBA last night? No, I just saw some highlights, saw the, obviously the injury. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. What's the, the worst injury you've seen in any sport? Not necessarily with you, but just in general, because that one, obviously pretty gruesome. I think one of the worst ones I've seen, uh, two of them that really stick out was Paul George. When he broke his leg, and then uh, in the NCAA tournament, I think that kid was in Louisville. Or, oh, Kevin Moore. Yeah, and he shattered his leg. Are you an NBA fan or a golf am, fan? Or? I am. I'm an NBA fan. Uh, I love watching. Um, I love watching college basketball and so NBA. Who's your favorite NBA team? Favorite NBA team? Um, I, mean, I grew up watching the Bucks, but you know the Bucks, they you know been you know pretty below average. So, it, but I was a, I always grew up. Um, not to grow up, but I love Chris Paul. Chris Paul is my favorite player, so uh, whoever team he's on, I always, you know, always followed them. Uh, I talked to, to CJ Uzama about first dates. I think he's behind me right now. And he said, like, a casual date, Chick-fil-A, something like that. And I just wanted to, to ask you what, where you took your fiance, or your fiance, now wife, yeah. uh, on, on your first date. First date? Do you remember? Oh, man. Probably, oh, that's tough. Because you guys were young, right? Yeah, we were in high school, so we probably went to, oh man, I don't know, probably just like a Italian place or something, just a, like Olive Garden or something like that. Would she remember? I I don't know if we, I remember exactly. I remember the, like our exact, <laughs> like, you know, our first like spot where we met and all that stuff, but uh, first date, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we went on first date. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> Just don't get in trouble. Yeah, she'll probably remember. <laughs> what, uh, what's your favorite form uh, of social media? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Twitter. Why? Um, it was kind of like the first one that, I mean, other than Facebook. Um, I don't know, I just liked it because it, that's where I got like all my news, everything. Yeah. And, um, so I just like Twitter because it's, you, know, you get a little more information than just pictures. So that's why I, that's why I like Twitter. I appreciate the time. Good luck Sunday. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Alex Erickson, and I do that every week. It's my six-pack of non-football questions with the Bengals player. Hopefully I didn't get him in trouble there. Hey, man, where'd you take your wife on the first date? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to a little football. I caught up with George Iloka, too, in the Bengals locker room today. We discussed a few different things, including Ben Roethlisberger saying he's done. The Pittsburgh offense, Le'Veon Bell... If this week is any different than other weeks, and if Sunday's big, not because of Bengals-Steelers, but also because of George Iloka's favorite show, here's my one-on-one interview. Bengals safety, George Iloka. George, it's no secret that it's Steelers week. I won't be the first person to uh, ask you about this, but mm-hmm. is it is it any different? Is it any different going up against the Steelers, the preparation, anything like that than any other week? Uh, I mean, you're preparing just as hard. You know it's going to be a more physical game because that's their style of play. That's our style of play. So mentally, you go into the game knowing like it's going to be a physical game. But the preparation is the same. We're, we're preparing. We're trying to prepare to win. We're trying to prepare to play good on defense and things like that. So the preparation is different. But 
Um, mentally, you know, it's going to be a more physical game just because of their style of play, our style of play. The Steelers have lost to, to two teams they probably didn't expect to lose to a couple weeks ago. Ben says, "Oh well, I might not have it anymore." He's just talking. Well, yeah, when you when you see that, what, what do you? Uh, what's your reaction? He's just talking. It's a loss. I mean, as athletes, um, we invest a lot into this game. So when you lose, sometimes we say things we don't truly mean. So I don't think he really meant that. Obviously, you saw how he came out last week. So. What did you think of Le'Veon Bell's game last week? You saw, I think we had like 180 total all-purpose. So he's still doing um, what we know he can do. Um, Antonio Brown still, you know, putting up those yardage and touchdowns, receptions and things like that. And they got Brian back. So we have a handful, but they've always had a good offense. And that's nothing new for us in terms of we know we have to do on defense. We just have to stop them from scoring a lot of points and give our offense the ball back in a good field position. Statistically, you guys are one of the best defenses in the league. Is it almost like you embrace that challenge of going up against some of the best Brown and Bell and, and Ben? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm like, anytime you play good offense, you just have to embrace that challenge. Um, you know, I think we're up there in the league in defense, like you said, but come Sunday, you have to throw all that out the window. It's what you do that day. So we're happy with, with what we've done so far, but we still got to improve to beat teams like we have to try to beat this weekend. Sunday's a big day, obviously, for the team, mm-hmm. but. The Walking Dead comes back too. Oh yeah, I'm on I have it. to ask it's if you're going to watch. It's already on record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as we land, we have a, we got a later game because they pushed us back. So uh, when we get in, hopefully we get in after a win, and I'll sit down and watch it with my uh, lady. Cool. I appreciate the time. Thank you. I know one thing. I'll be watching Walking Dead Sunday. Walking Dead is one of the best shows on television. During the winter, the, the three must my three must watch. I always pick up a few Netflix shows or, or shows that have ended or things like that during the summer. But when fall hits and winter hits, Walking Dead I always watch, Arrow I always watch, Flash I always watch. There are other shows I will pick up and go with, whether it's series you watch during dinner, different things like that. But those are the three. And then the other thing is probably going to be NBA basketball. Um, Devastating injury. Obviously, you heard me talk to Alex Erickson about that. Devastating injury for Gordon Hayward. That sucks, man. I don't want to see anyone get hurt like that, ever. Ever, ever. Not Mike Mitchell, not Vons. Like, no, no dirty player, no one who's bad. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't want to see that happen. And it was awful, and it sucks because he, he moves, he goes to Boston, and that happens. And it's just, it's one of those things where, if you remember Gordon Hayward, he was at Butler when they made that national championship run in, I believe it was 2010, and they almost beat Duke. No one thought Gordon Hayward would be this. I mean, the dude's a legitimate, like, number two on a contender. And I don't think anyone thought he'd be a 20-point-per-game guy or get as thick as he is because he's a thick, strong guy now, one of the better guards forwards, rather, in the league. So it just sucks. It's bad to see. I wish him a full recovery here. And, um, yeah, I might mix in NBA a little bit just like I did there for, like, 10 seconds, but only with relevant stuff uh, that most of you have seen if you haven't there's there's a uh, a video on my blog at espn1530.com slash james locked on bengals.com is the place to be to get all your bengals info every single one of the podcast goes up there links to itunes links to iheart radio links to audio boom so the the number the main hub for locked on bengals is locked on bengals.com you'll get articles you'll get insight you'll get sometimes videos you're going to get podcast not necessarily just this podcast either a ton so make sure you go bookmark that site keep it up now make it your homepage if you want um great stuff there as always make sure you follow me on twitter 
at James Erpine. Also, at Locked on Bengals. Joe Goodberry will join me Monday of next week to do our weekly Bengals film review. Tomorrow, I think I think we're going to do a crossover episode with Locked on Steelers. So I think that's going to happen. John Ledyard, who covers the draft, really good insight from him uh, always during draft time. So you've heard his voice on this podcast. I think I'm going to get him on, and, and we're going to go back and forth, Bengals, Steelers. We could talk about Mike Mitchell. We could talk about Burfecht. We could talk about the defenses. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game Sunday. And I think John Ross, that means he could have an impact. Who practiced today? Get the latest on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Thank you so much for listening today. Check back and, and listen to our episodes earlier in the week if you want more on John Ross. And Sam Munson also talks. Carl Lawson, while, to, uh, while Sunday means so much for Vontez Perfect and more the past couple days on the podcast. I like this song, but I'm out of here. It's great to, to be with you as always. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020 and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.